as a gross generalization, it is true that a lot of people don't finish a book past the first chapter. So I thought, you know what, why don't I write a one chapter book in a sense, the book is bigger, but why don't I write a book in a way that it feels like a one chapter? It's, it's, it has enough curiosity in it. There is enough entertainment in it. And there is a lot of humor in it. So this way people don't feel like they are, they are studying a nonfiction books. So a lot of people love to read, you know, Stephen King or, uh, or many other authors like that, or, you know, Harry Potter or anything else. So I thought, why don't I write a full fiction story that talks about business, about career, about lifestyle, and helping them on the way guide them to manage the anxiety, the stress, and the burnout in a simple way so that they don't even feel like they're learning business. They don't even feel like they're learning how to manage their stress. They don't even feel like they're learning how to grow to the next level. So it is done in a story, within stories. It's so much fun. Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou, and boy, do we have an incredible, exciting guest lined up for you today. This gentleman has become a dear, dear friend of mine. He is a renaissance man because he has skills and talents in multiple areas. He works with us in technology because he actually has a phenomenal technology company called Chandy Business Solutions. These guys create websites, they set up webinars, they understand online marketing. They're phenomenal. But that's not the main reason why he's here on the show today. He's here on the show today because he's actually one of the epic thought leaders of the world when it comes to helping his fellow man and woman deal with stress and anxiety. And he's got a brand new book coming out that we're excited to talk to him about. I am speaking, of course, of none other than the one, the only, the legendary Rubel Chandy. Welcome to the show, Rubel. Thank you. Thank you, Nikki. This is a great honor talking to you here. Rubel, the honor is all mine, my friend. So, Rubel, I know you well, but my listener doesn't know who the heck you are. You know, and my listener listens to this show because they're a man, they're a woman with hope. They have a skill. They want to make a difference in the world. They want to grow their business. They might have been stuck on their in their business, and they want to learn from you. So here's my question to you, brother, pure and simple. Rubel, how'd you get to be the great Rubel Chandy? Tell us your backstory. Okay. So, sure, Nikki. So here's the thing. I was born in India. And by the I couldn't time, tell you I have was, an Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was more British. Okay, okay, good. So at the age of nineteen, I was in a position where I had to start my business. Not because I wanted to start my business, but I had no choice but to start a business because my family was in huge debt, and then I inherited around thirty thousand dollars in debt from my family. So 
based on the time at the time when I was, uh, you know, I was finishing my degree and I would hardly make hundred dollars a month at the time. So I was thinking there's no way I could find a job and then make that much money and pay off all this debt. So I thought, you know what, I will start a business. So I started my business uh, at the age of 19 and failed miserably. Like, so I, I basically multiplied my debt and I, I, it got worse and I reached a point where I don't know what to do anymore because I cannot jo- go for a job. I cannot be in a business and succeed apparently at the time. So I was like, I was very anxious. You know, there were days where I kneel down for the whole night. I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do next day when the creditors show up? Like this person, I owe money. And there are so many people I owe money. There was a situation where from my house to the small village that I live in, so I walk like one mile to to a bus stop. And in that way, there are so many people that owe money that I I, I couldn't even go by that path. Sometimes I find another alternate way to do that. So here's the thing. I was very anxious, you know, I was overwhelmed, stressed, burned out. This is like, I am a teenager, basically, 19, 20, 21. By the time I reached 21, I have more debt than that uh, what I got from my family. So fast forward, I moved to Kuwait. I started a company, a U.S. Air Force contracting company in Kuwait and was very successful in working with them, grew that company into a multi-million dollar company, sold my company to my partners and moved to the US. And here I started Chandi's Business Solution, primarily to help professionals, entrepreneurs and small businesses to break through their stress, anxiety and overwhelm uh, so that they could accelerate their business career and lifestyle. Uh, and like Nikki said, we, we help businesses with their technology platform. That is one thing that we do. Uh, the, the, uh, another major thing that we do is help professionals, uh, businesses, and entrepreneurs break through their stress, anxiety, and overwhelm. So the journey that I went through helped me to study for the last 25 years as to how do I manage my stress? How do I manage my uh, overwhelm and burnout so I could be so much more productive and successful and be happy at the same time? That is my story. Nikki. Buddy, it's, it's, it's an absolutely beautiful story. You know, and I love your story because I've gotten to know you and work with you and you're the real deal. You actually love your fellow man and woman. You're, you care about people from the bottom of your heart and you've written this new book. Tell us, what's the title of the book? The title of the book is 90 Days to Life. Okay, that's a pretty cool title. So what's it all about? Okay, so 90 Days to Life is a, is a journey from turmoil to triumph, almost like my story. So I have been coaching for the last 10 years, and then I worked with some pretty difficult, like really challenging, uh, you know, situations that people had to go through. I have worked with people who were at gunpoint uh, multiple times before the age of 14. I have worked with women who were raped by multiple men when they were in a foreign country, when the house was robbed, the house that they were staying were robbed. So while, while I was coaching uh, these people, I realized that, you know what, I am dealing with all sort of things. People who feel like they, they have this fear, uh, they are going to be rejected in the world. People who feel like they are going to fail ultimately, even if they are making money, they feel like a failure all the time. So when I was dealing, working with these clients, uh, you know, f- around five years ago, actually, five and a half years ago, to be precise, I started thinking, what if I could write a story 
what is the worst possible situation a person could be in? The worst possible situation is they are ready to end their life. So I thought, I worked with a couple of people who were suicidal too. So I thought, why don't I bring in all the stories of the people that I worked with and then add a little bit of more story into it and, and write a fictional book. It's a realistic fiction where based on the things that happened in my own, my own life in the past and then my client's life in the past and then come up with a story. So I created this story uh, of Lindsay Mitchell's and Arjun Siddharth, these are the main characters in the, in, in the book. So it's a fictional story uh, where Lindsay is about to kill herself in a beach uh, in California, in Los Angeles to be precise. And then she's about to end her life. And then she meets this, this annoying, in some level for her annoying person who is staring at her and smiling. And then because this guy was smiling, she started arguing with her and fighting with him. And then you know what? Finally, Lindsay agrees to postpone her death for 90 days on Arjun's persuasion. Arjun say, you know what, if you wait for 90 days, I'll show you, I'll coach you, I'll guide you step by step as to how to be successful and happy and fulfilled, whether it is your business or your career, uh, to move to the next level. So 90 days to life is Lindsay's story. It's Lindsay is saying the story about, uh, about her interactions with Arjun for 90 days and what happened at the end. So that's what 90 days to life is about. That sounds like a pretty cool story. I love stories like that, you know? I actually recently wrote a book myself, and it's a fictional story uh, set inside of the world of thought leadership. And I love the concept of doing that. So what made you decide to write the book as a fictional story versus just a traditional kind of how-to book? Okay, sure. So based on my experience in business, so I read hundreds and hundreds of books in, in business, productivity, different areas. Uh, I listen to audio books, attend seminars, uh, online, offline, anything that I could get my hands on. The, the challenge that I realized in terms of people reading is that most people are not able to go past the first chapter of nonfiction books. When I say most people, I'm overgeneralizing. There are a lot of people who finish nonfiction books and get a lot of value from that. But as a gross generalization, it is true that a lot of people don't finish a book past the first chapter. So I thought, you know what, why don't I write a one chapter book in a sense, the book is bigger, but why don't I write a book in a way that it feels like a one chapter? It's, it's, it has enough curiosity in it. There is enough entertainment in it. And there is a lot of humor in it. So this way people don't feel like they are, they are studying a nonfiction books. So a lot of people love to read, you know, Stephen King or, uh, or many other authors like that, or, you know, Harry Potter or anything else. So I thought, why don't I write a full fiction story that talks about business, about career, about lifestyle, and helping them on the way guide them to manage the anxiety, the stress, and the burnout in a simple way so that they don't even feel like they're learning business. They don't even feel like they're learning how to manage their stress. They don't even feel like they're learning how to grow to the next level. So it is done in a story, within stories. It's so much fun. Yeah, I, I believe that I'm humorous. Every man thinks that they're funny. Hopefully you will think that I'm funny too. Uh, so I believe that you're going to enjoy that, uh, the, the humor and the entertainment and the curiosity of the stories. And a lot of stories from India that I you have never heard of, uh, you know, the stories that I grew up with that really shaped me as a person. So you would see a lot of stories within Lindsay's story. So it's a fun way to write. 
It is a fun way to write. And it's, it's, it's a really cool way to write because story is the most powerful way to get people's attention. Story is the way in which human beings connect with one another. That's what makes story so wonderful and so powerful. You know, um, Donald Miller um, wrote a book called Story Brand, and he has a program by the same name, which essentially helps people use story in order to get their message out to people. It's wonderful. It's powerful. It's incredible. So I'm a big fan of story. And I really like that you created a beautiful story in order to get your message out to people. So in your view, what's the key takeaway that you want people to get when, you re- when they read this book? Why is it important for them to read this book? Why is it important for them to buy five or 10 copies to give it out to their friends, their loved ones, and their family? Absolutely. Uh, let me answer that question. So here is the thing, Nikki. So far, there are so many books on productivity. There are so many books on how to be happy. There are so many books on, you know, how to overcome your past pain from whatever happened in your past, the trauma, the stress, right? So how to find your purpose, how to find your passion. There are so many books on converting suffering into something meaningful. You know, there are many books about business, about marketing and all those things. But 90 Days to Life is all that. So which means that this is 25 years of me studying life, And when I say studying life, I even started studying life at the age of 14, you know, because I went on a spiritual path at the age of 14. I fasted. This is this is outrageous, but I'm going to share it with you anyways, because I fasted for six days without eating anything. And there are like 50 days where I I was like I ate only one time a day and I used to donate the food that my you know, parents would give me when I was in my high school, I used to donate it to poor people and then I don't eat and I come back. So I, I went into a completely different path ever since I was 14. So for me, I started thinking about life and, you know, what is the thing that shapes humans that creates magnificent victory in their lives? In t- not in terms of money or relationship, but also in terms of fulfillment and happiness and joy. So I studied for the last 25 years. I studied neurology. I studied business. I own a technology business myself. So as I studied these things, I got to realize that there are seven major things that are shaping very successful people. I call them accelerators. So I cover all of these accelerators in this book. As I'm covering that, I teach you about how I grew my business to multi-million dollar businesses, how I marketed my business, how what is my philosophy about sales, what is my philosophy about how to be productive. My chapter about productivity itself People who read, you know, the book beforehand, they gave me a feedback that that chapter about productivity itself changed the way they actually conduct their business and their lives. So the reason why they should read it, it's because it's a wealth of wisdom packed in a fiction story. You don't feel like you are reading a business book or a book that talks about how to manage your state of mind or how to be happy. You feel like this is a story that I'm reading, but by the time you finish reading this book, Nikki, and those who are listening, you would know more about business, more about life, more about how to be happy than most majority of people in this planet just by reading one book. My metaphor, Nikki, is uh, if I were to be outrageous and give my metaphor is for me, this is an iPhone of self-help. So before iPhone, what happened was we had a Nokia 3310. What did it do? You know, you could make a phone call. Nobody texted from a Nokia 3310, if you know what I'm talking about, which was one of the earliest popular phone from Nokia. Then iPhone showed up and said, you know what? We can text. You can, you can have maps. 
so many apps. You could play games. You could have a calendar. You could have this and that. So for me, I wanted to integrate and come up with a comprehensive book, a set of ideas that is enough for people. So if you don't want to read, if you don't like to read, and if you want to read one book, I want you to read 90 Days to Life. Not because it's my book. It's because I spend enormous time making it entertaining, making it humorous, making it enjoyable as well as as deep as you want. So if you're a light reader, you could read it in a light way and still get the wisdom. But if you want to go deep, if you have a PhD in psychology or neurology, you'll still read it and say, oh my gosh, this is deep enough for me to process too. So I have written uh, it in a multidimensional way, spending a lot of time. I spent five years of my life writing this book, Nikki. Ruble, wow. So that was a lot you just gave us there, but... You fasted for six days? You ate nothing? That's crazy, bro. I, I, yeah, I did that multiple times, actually. The first time Multiple was times. Because <laughs> it wasn't hard enough on you the first time, right? You need, you're like a glutton for punishment. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was a philosophy because I wanted to find the meaning. Why? What is the meaning of suffering? I, I was brought up in a very traditional Christian background when I was young. So when I'm re- reading this teaching, I read Bible from cover, from beginning to end when I had chicken pox for three months when I was like 14. That's when this journey started. I was like, what does this mean? Everybody talks about sacrifice. Everybody talks about, you know, going through suffering. And I know you relate with this too, Nikki. You know, so what is the meaning of suffering? So if, if our job is to contribute to suffering, why don't I suffer too? So I thought, let me go through the suffering and try to find the meaning of it. So I so I went there and then, uh, you know, I mean, I would not get on, I would not drink anything, anything that has sugar. I wouldn't listen to music. I was like, you know, you know, do you understand the word Puritan? Like, you know, when you are in a place yeah, where, of course, you know, man. Puritans were, were like some of, some of the, the, some of the most uh, iconic religious figures in history. Very severe, yeah, exactly. very tough people. Yeah. So my great leaders were like Francis Assisi, Francis de Salas, St. Augustine. So I followed St. Augustine. And a few of the people from that past, people who lived like, you know, you know, 500 to 1,000 years ago or 1,500 years ago, I read their books. I read their, if they had an autobiography, I read them. And then I studied them and it's like, oh my gosh, these people are like really different. So I lived, I think I lived five, at least 500 years past in that life from by the end of 14 to around 21, I was living 500 years ago, if you understand what I mean by that. That's the life yes. that I left. I was living because I was trying to find the meaning behind the suffering, meaning behind uh, the pain that we go through. So I inflicted pain on myself through this and many other actions so that I could understand what does this mean? If actually the redemption comes from sacrifice, then I, I need to contribute to the sacrifice. That was my belief at the time. But now I have a different set of beliefs. But the thing is, I believe that we don't need suffering and sacrifice if it's not needed. If Martin Luther King had to die for the black community to find freedom, I understand. But we don't need martyrs anymore. What we need is celebration. We need to celebrate each other so that we could be happy. So I believe in suffering when it's absolutely needed. But when it's not absolutely needed, we need to celebrate each other. All we need to do is we need to start to look at the other person with a different color, other person with a different language, other person with a different way of thinking and appreciate them 
and and love them beyond what they believe even if they believe the directly opposite of what you believe if you are able to appreciate that person as a creature of god then we, we don't need to have martyrs we don't need to have suffering in this world that's my current belief about the situation after going through all this suffering myself Oh boy, you're an incredible man. I mean, I, I I learn more about you every time I speak to you. It's 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 absolutely phenomenal what you have done in order to to learn, to grow, and to develop your your wisdom and to be able to share that with people. And you mentioned Martin Luther King. He's been one of my heroes since I was very very small. What made this man great is not that he was perfect, because he was far from perfect. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and if he was still alive today, he would admit that readily. But he led with love. He led with love, and the world needs more people like that. I'm very much taken with the great, the late great singer of Queen, Freddie Mercury. I saw the movie Bohemian Rhapsody a little while ago with Teresa. And uh-huh. it touched me very deeply because Freddie also led with love. And Freddie was a man who was there to serve, but was also there to live his purpose. And it's almost like finding out the full story of Freddie Mercury has given me permission to be fully myself. And that's the gift I want to give to all our listeners, all our clients, Ruble, and I believe that with your story and your book, you're doing something very similar for them. It, 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 it's mind-blowingly powerful. I'm very excited about your book. You have got to get me an early copy of your book and sign it for me, my brother. Will um, do. And get it, get it out there. Um, and we'll make sure we buy a bunch and give them to our uh, listeners as well and to our clients in E-Circle Academy because I think they're going to enjoy the book tremendously. So, Rubel, how are people going to be able to pick up a copy of your book and find out more about it and your message? Sure. The book is going to be released on May 3rd, and it's going to be available in Amazon and all the other outlets, barnesandnoble.com, iBooks, and everywhere else. It's going to be available. The book is going to be called, just to remind you, 90 Days to Life, A Journey from Turmoil to Triumph. Okay, so you could start getting the book starting May 3rd. And then if you want to more, know more about me and what I do to help the community, you can go to uh, go and visit my website, which is rubelchandy.com, which is my first name, R-U-B-L-E-C-H-A-N-D-Y.com. Uh, you could, there are some free trainings and uh, free trainings about, uh, about how to manage your, your anxiety in that book. And there are so many things that you could learn from there. And also you could go back to Facebook and then you, my business page is facebook.com slash rubelchandifan. Uh, I think around 30,000 people follow me on that. And uh, you could follow me, ask me questions. I personally answer the comments. Uh, any questions that they ask me you know, privately or publicly, I answer them personally right now. I, I hope to continue that as much as I can. And come by, visit me, and then I'd love to have a conversation with you. Rubel, thank you, brother. Thank you for that. So, Rubel, we like to end off each and every single one of our episodes by asking you, our guest, to share a bit of your love with our listener. And the way you're going to do that is by sharing your top three expert action steps. So what are the things you think our listener needs to do in their life or their business to take it to the next level? What say you? Absolutely. So here is the first thing that we do. 
And this is this comes from an Indian tradition where I come from a culture-rich country where the yogis and the people who lived 5,000 years ago, they, they coiled a word called Ananda, A-N-A-N-D-A. Ananda means, in simple terms, it's joy. A joy and happiness that you feel without having any conditions. So, for example, when we were born, Nikki, like when we were born, we came with pure ananda. We came with pure joy, right? And then we got conditioned into the psychological fear of the environment. So until then, we were happy. We just woke up happy. Of course, when we needed the diaper changed, you know, the modern days, then we were crying a little bit. Or when we need food, we were crying a little bit. But basically, we had only a few emotions. We had sadness, we had happiness, you know, simple terms, right? So most of the time, we were happy. We were in Ananda. What if we all could go back to that place? You know, we could all, all go back to that place and be happy no matter what happens in the life, in, in our life. I know it's challenging. And I have been through life myself with, with so many challenges. When, you know, when a loss happens, when you lose money in business or life, when you lose somebody that is close to you, it is challenging. It is really challenging. I know it, it is easier said than done. But 90% of the time, if you could be able to stay in Ananda, so you could be a child again and be happy and excited and passionate all the time. So that is my invitation for you. And, you know, Hindus believe that you could be happy no matter what happens. Because whatever happened today, like five years from now, you look back and say, oh, that was nothing. And then if that's the case, why don't you look at it today and say, that's nothing too. So that's my first message is to stay happy, stay joyful, stay in ananda, no matter what happens, because whatever is happening right now, if you are in a difficult situation, if you are going through a really challenging experience in relationship, money-wise or health, it's going to change. If you are able to stay in this state of ananda, of joy and able to connect with divine force, and you could call it universe, nature, God, or whatever you call it. But if you are able to connect with the universe, with divine force, and stay in that state of mind most of the time, then things are going to turn around for you. Most of the time. Sometimes it might not. But you know what? You might as well be living a joyful and a happy life. So that's number one. Number two is, number two is uh, I could talk about many things, but one thing that I have seen working with so many people in the past is that the biggest thing that is stopping us from moving forward in our life, whether it is business or life or career, is not being able to forgive somebody. So look at the people in your life, somebody who probably for legitimate, you could legitimately not forgive him. You know, you understand what I'm talking about? There are I some know people exactly what some, you mean, brother. <laughs> yeah. So you could, you could look at that person and say, I don't need to forgive this person. You know, I don't need to forgive this person because this, this is what this man or woman did to me. Whether it is your dad, your mom, your friend, your business partner, somebody who, you know, took advantage of you in some level, forgive him, not for him, not for her. Forgive him so that you could move forward. Because the moment you forgive, they are not going to be free. 
So you could be happy in some level that, you know what, until they pay their thing, until they pay off their debt, they're not going to be free. So you don't need to feel bad that, you know what, I forgive him. You know, I let him off the hook. That's not what is happening. You let yourself off the hook by forgiving him. So forgive for your own selfish reasons, as in so that you could move forward. Because the moment you are able to step up and forgive, you are actually forgiving a part of you who let that happen. Because whatever happened, the people that I worked with, you know, a woman who was raped by multiple men, you know, she was thinking that, you know what, I allowed this to happen. Why did I go to this particular country in South America to, to, for this to happen? Somehow I attracted that into my life. They always feel guilty for whatever happened. So when you forgive the other person, you are not forgiving them. You're forgiving a part of you that you couldn't accept. You're forgiving a part of you that you are not able to see. Right, so forgive for your own selfish reasons. And uh, if I haven't convinced you enough, uh, you know, don't wait for me to convince you. Just forgive and, you know, reap, I mean, harvest the fruits of that forgiveness. It is going to be amazing. No matter what happened, you are an adult. I mean, listening to me, you are an adult right now. No matter what happened in your childhood, no matter what happened last week, yesterday, like two minutes ago, you are in charge of this. You know, you have a consciousness, you know, you have the consciousness to move this to any level you want to move. So that happened, whatever happened, you know what, you are in charge right now. Take extreme ownership for whatever happened. And then, you know what, have the courage because you need a lot of courage to forgive. Because the hardest thing, according to Gandhi, is not to fight back. The hardest thing is to forgive. That is the attribute of the courageous. So that is second thing that I would like you to do. Third thing uh, that I would like you to do is convert stress and suffering into celebration. Because one thing that I want to share with you is that the stress and the suffering that you have today, if you have today, the overwhelm, the burnout, the things that you had to go through, the biggest obstacles that you have to overcome, those are right in front of your biggest opportunities. What do I mean by that? The biggest opportunities on your life, in your life today, are not in your strength. The biggest opportunities that I have seen from my clients, from my own experience, is in your weaknesses. So which means if you're going through a difficult challenge financially or in terms of relationship, it is an invitation for you to find your own greatness because the greatness is hiding a millimeter behind these obstacles. So if you could see these as opportunities, the, the challenges that you're going through, I mean, of whatever is happening right now. I know sometimes some of the challenges that you're going through, you know, you might be going through a situation that is completely difficult, completely devastating. But at the same time, if you are able to zoom out a little bit and then start asking this question, what is the opportunity that is hiding behind this obstacle? What is something that I'm not seeing yet? And if you are able to celebrate that opportunity and continue to celebrate that opportunity and keep on asking that question, what is the biggest opportunity in this challenge that I'm going through? What is the biggest opportunity in the challenge that I'm going through right now? And I know I'm repeating myself. I want you to repeat yourself. 
for 90 days or until you find a satisfying answer and you will find that answer. That is exactly what happened to Oprah Winfrey's and Nelson Mandela's and Gandhi's and Martin Luther King's because they were able to find that greatness behind their darkness. So rather than denouncing the darkness, your own shadow, you know, uh, Carlyon called it uh, shadows, rather than denouncing Carlyon, uh, one of the famous psychologists of modern world, called it the shadows, rather than denouncing the negativity or the darkness or the obstacles or the challenge that you're going through, love and appreciate yourself beyond those challenges and then look for the opportunities exactly where nobody is looking, which is the, the challenge itself. And you will find them, my friend, and you will be happy. And you will be happy, you will have everything that you want and you are going to be fulfilled as well. Those are the three things I want to share, Nikki. Ruble, those were three very comprehensive expert action steps. Thank you for sharing those. So, listener, you may be listening to what Ruble's saying, and you might really like what he said. You might really like Ruble. He's easy to like. He's a great guy. And you might be thinking to yourself, wow, I'd love to be like Ruble. I'd love to have this expertise that, that is helpful to people and make money. And you know what? You may have, have a business and you may have helped a lot of people, but you might be stuck on a plateau. You might have been in business for one, two, three, four, five years or more, but your income is stuck. The number of people you work with uh, has not expanded. You're feeling like things aren't going the way they should be going. And you're wondering to yourself, is it ever going to work for me? And those chattering monkeys in your head are, are having you question whether you have what it takes. They're having you question whether it's possible for you. And here's what I have to say to you. You're a good person. Of course, you have what it takes. You just need hope. You need to believe in yourself. Here's what's not working. You're doing this alone or you're doing this with the wrong people. There's all kinds of charlatan marketers out there that aren't as good a person as you are, but they're out there and they're ready to work hard uh, and they're able to hit people's pain points and they're winning and, and, and you deserve to be winning, okay? And the thing is that in order for you to win, we believe... You shouldn't have to do this alone. You need help from good people who've been there. And we get this. We understand that you're doing everything you know how to do, right? And we've been there ourselves. That's why we created the program we created. To become successful in life, you need a peer group and a system. We've got an incredible community of people that all care about making a difference for humanity, that all love people the way you love people, and that all are there to help you succeed. We've helped them succeed. They've helped each other succeed. You know, the majority of coaches and consultants don't make big money. In fact, the average income is under 50000 a year. Less than 1% of them make $250,000 a year plus. But the majority of the people inside E-Circle Academy make over six figures a year, all the way up to seven figures a year. And... We want that to be possible for you. If you want to explore that, 
jump on a call with us. Go through the eCircle success system. It goes like this. Step one, you go to our website, eCircleAcademy.com. You go to the button in the top right-hand corner and you schedule a success call with us. Step two, you have the call. You sign up for our program, which is a three-day live immersion plus a bunch of powerful online material to help you really dial in your expertise, really get clear on your ideal target market rate, really lock arms with people who are amazing and loving like you. Feel the love of the community, feel our love. And step three, grow your business, grow your impact. So don't delay. Schedule your success call right now so you can stop being stuck with little or no growth in your business so you can stop those chattering monkeys wearing you down choking off your dream and so that you can grow your business and your impact to the level that you deserve ruble chandy thank you so much for partnering with me on this podcast episode brother and helping the people amazing man this has been a really enjoyable interview i loved it thank you ruble And that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about today's incredible guest, the one and only Ruble Chandy, go to thethoughtleaderrevolution.com. Go into the show notes. You can find out about where you can pick up a copy of his book. You can find out how to get in touch with him through his website. You can connect and feel the love that Ruble has for the world. And that's going to make you a better, more powerful version of yourself. Until next time, goodbye.